Hello, and welcome to another podcast episode. I'm Steve. I'm the host, and across from me is Steve Kopitz, the CEO of Summit Sports, uh, which includes skis.com and snowboards.com. Steve, how's it going? Good. How are you doing today, Steve? I'm doing pretty well. Um, well, let's just get right into it. How often uh, did you get to go skiing this year? I think I had about 25 or 26 ski days this year. Uh, most of those were out west, a couple of them uh, Midwest. And uh, I guess which ones were the best? I just got back from uh, Park City, and it was spring skiing, so the conditions weren't great, but it was 50 degrees and sunny, and people were skiing in their bathing suits, so that was pretty fun. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Did you? Is that uh, the only time you went to Park City this year? No, I actually went to Park City three times this year. I did uh, a couple of days in Aspen and Winter Park this year. Oh, excellent. And what level skier would you consider yourself? Well, I would have classified myself 20 years ago probably as expert, but since then I've had three knee surgeries and getting a little older, so I've probably degraded down to an advanced level skier. Okay, and um, what skis do you usually ski on? Uh, well, being in the business, I'm fortunate enough to be able to have a few different pairs of skis. I actually have seven pairs, I believe. My favorites, though, from last year were the Nordica Hellenbacks. That's sort of my go-to ski for out west, all mountain. Uh, my other favorite is my Bent Shetlers, Atomic Bent Shetlers, which are my powder ski. They're about 120 wide in the waist, so a little big for everyday skiing. Um, and then if I'm skiing East Coast or Michigan, I've got a pair of Nordica Jet Fuels, which are only about 85 in the waist. And those are much better for hard pack and icy conditions. They'll hold an edge a little better. Okay. How do you determine which ones you take where? Well, if I don't know what the conditions are going to be, I sort of take my uh, my all-mountain this year. It was the Nordica Hellenback, which I just love that ski. That's 98 at the waist, so that's kind of good for everything. Um, but uh, if I can bring two pairs of skis, then I'll bring a powder ski along with that as well. Okay. And uh, your wife skis as well? My wife does. What ski level would you consider her? Um, I would call her a very strong intermediate to sort of entry-level advanced. She didn't start skiing, actually, till she was 30. Um, actually, believe it or not, it was, sounds a little, uh, cold of me, but it was a condition of our marriage. (laughs) I told her I wouldn't marry her unless she learned to ski. I wasn't in the ski business back then, but it was such a uh, passion for me that I couldn't imagine, uh, not skiing with her, having her stay home when I go out West or to sit at the lodge or whatever. I figured she, she had to join me. Otherwise I'd probably end up giving up skiing, which I didn't want to do. So uh, she agreed. Uh, she said she had to have two conditions met. One was that she had to be warm. So I went out and bought her the warmest, puffiest down jacket <laughs> I could find and great long underwear. And she said she had to like it. So I rigged it. So I took her out to Steamboat Springs at the end of March when it was beautiful, sunny, 40-degree weather. And she fell in love. She loved it. And she's been a avid skier with me getting worse with uh, my knee surgeries and her getting better. We pretty much like to ski the same stuff now. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got my wife to ski, so she's only been on. She's only been skiing once, but I got her to ski a couple years ago, and now she's got her own pair of skis, jacket, and everything going too. Great, yeah. Actually, when we have two kids now, they're grown now, but uh, you know, I think skiing is an awesome family sport, and it's the one thing that always brings the family together. My both my kids, my son and my daughter, are very avid skiers and have a lot of passion for it. They're also in the industry as well. And I don't think if my wife skied, that would have been as easy to accomplish. If my wife didn't ski, that that would have been as easy to accomplish. Okay. Now, uh, based on your or your wife's uh, ski level, 
what kind of skis does she have? My wife has a pair of Atomic uh, Affinity Storms. It's an 85 waist ski. So for a woman, that's about equivalent to about a 95 waisted man ski. So it's about the equivalent female ski to my all mountain uh, Nordica Hellenbachs that I was mentioning. Okay. And then she also has a powder ski as well. It's about 105 in the waist. It's a K2 ski that she'll use on deep powder days. Okay. Uh, now, not only are you the ski EO, but you buy the skis as well. Uh, what do you look for when buying skis for the consumer? Well, as uh, the buyer and owner of skis.com, our goal is to tr- pretty much have everything that anybody could want, especially when it comes to skis and boots. Uh, we carry virtually every brand, uh, but there aren't uh, we don't always carry every single model within a brand. Uh, we do take about 30 or 35 of our employees um, out to test skis for three days, and we will test and actually video. The, the videos are actually on skis.com. We'll videotape their reviews. Uh, we do about a 1,000 of those every year. And if the reviews sort of come back on a particular ski not very positive, then I typically will cut that ski out of the buy. So you don't see a lot of reviews for skis that are rated one or two out of five because those skis have been eliminated from the buy thanks to the help from my testers. So I try to make sure that every ski in the buy at least gets an above average rating or better. But pretty much we try to carry soup to nuts. So I carry everything. It's really more of a question of which skis do I go deep in and which skis do I just carry lightly. All right. Uh, Do graphics matter at all? Graphics matter a lot, particularly on women's skis, but they also matter a lot on adult skis, men's skis, and they especially also matter for the kids that are in the park and pipe. Graphics and brands are very important. And what skis have uh, made an impression on you for this upcoming year? Well, I would say there's probably four series of skis that I thought, from my personal standpoint, were the big winners for last for this coming year from the last ski test we just did. Uh, again, the Nordica Hellenbach, which was my favorite ski from last year. The new line is a whole series of Hellenbach skis. And uh, I just thought they skied amazing, anywhere from about an 85 waist to up to 105 waist for an all-mountain ski. My absolute blown-away um, surprise for me was the Line Sick Day. Uh, it's a new series from Line Skis. Uh, they come 95 waisted and above, and they skied amazingly well. Uh, I've never been a big Line fan, although I know they've been real popular as twin tips. But in terms of all-mountain, the Sick Days were absolutely amazing. I was very surprised. In what, terms, what made those skis so amazing? You know, there was, you know, most of the skis these days have some kind of technology on the top. You know, you can see that there's some um, uh, vibration dampening device or extra material to stiffen them up. These were just plain old looking flat skis, and I just expect them to ski like uh, any line did in the past. And it wasn't just me, but it was probably the favorite ski in the test by all of our employees. It just somehow managed to carve, finish turns, hold an edge, and amazingly stable that I wasn't expecting. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, the other two are the Atomic Nomad series. Uh, Atomic redesigned the Nomad series. So if you're looking for more of a system ski for sort of hard pack, ice conditions, Midwest or uh, East type of conditions, that was my absolute favorite. Uh, The Nomad um, uh, Black Eye was the favorite within within that group. And sort of an outlier, I've always loved Armada skis. I own a pair of Armada ARVs. They redesigned the ARV this year with titanium in it. And I thought that ski just skied great. It's the ARV, which has been so popular, sort of reinvented or redevised with a little stiffener in it that really made it ski great. So those are my four favorites. And uh, a skier, let's say a skier has been skiing for about five years since they uh, bought their last pair of skis. Mm -hmm. They like it. They like using it. Should they buy a new one? And if so, why? 
Well, it kind of depends. You know, nowadays skis have become so specific that a lot of skiers are finding that if they're skiing 20 or more days a year and they ski in different kinds of conditions, they're picking up a second set of skis. So it's not that they need to replace their first set. A lot of people are picking up a second set that's wider uh, for either going out west if they're an east coast skier or if they're a west skier to pick up a second set for powder skis. You know, there's a lot of skis that have tried to be sort of a one ski quiver, one ski good for all, but that really just doesn't work. And so when you have a second set of skis for either icier conditions or powdery conditions or whatever, it really allows you to enjoy the conditions of that day much better. Um, but in terms of a person who has one set of skis and is looking for another one, it really does blow me away how much skis have gotten better even just year to year. I'll give you an example. Uh, the Rossi Experience Series, the Experience 88 is the one that I have, um, was absolutely the best in test two years ago. Everybody was blown away by it. Uh, we tested it again last year and again this year. It's still in the line. It's still a good ski, but it was, any, it was not anything close to best in test this year compared to the four skis that I just mentioned earlier, which means that the same ski, which was awesome, amazing, is just sort of average nowadays compared to the skis that have just come out one or two years since that. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, now, finally, you just got back from uh, Park City, uh, and you've skied in the summertime before. Where does one ski when, uh, when it's hot here in the, in the States? Okay, well, there's, there's a couple of uh, places you can do that. In the States, there's a couple of places. Mount Hood, Canada, Whistler has summer skiing up on the glaciers. Um, in my case, a couple of years ago, I was, uh, had the opportunity to go to Chile and test skis for K2, which was amazing. So it was September and we were down in Chile. Of course, their seasons are opposite of ours. So that would have been about the equivalent of March in our season. So it was like spring skiing, but, uh, for South America. Very good. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. And, uh, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast for skis.com and snowboards.com. 